a different <laughs> What the hell is that noise? That's the refrigerator. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. And I thought we were about to be, like, killed by a ghost or something. <laughs> like, like, I've never heard a noise like that. Is it the ice maker or something? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's no ice maker, but it's the machine cooling off or cooling down Something. or whatever it's doing it talks to you it's my pet <laughs> it's funny because yeah like right when we start we sit in icy silence for five seconds and it was just enough time to hear this like, <laughs> it, it wanted to be a part of the podcast hey welcome welcome the guest yeah my the refrigerator, refrigerator. <laughs> hi how you been uh, it feels like longer than a week since we recorded. I know. It's because we've had so much food that we got in like, <laughs> I mean, lethargic. Oh, yeah. And lazy. Lethargy is my middle name. Yeah. I, I gained at least 10 pounds. I'm sure of it. In my brain. Oh, okay. You, you're, you're, <clears throat> your brain was looking especially juicy. Yes. It's seeping with knowledge. Oh, And God. insight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was your thanksgiving rob it was good there were there were many there was many, many. thanksgiving i had many many ones but one major well it's like i guess on the day proper we went to my sister's in-laws in newbury park which uh it was good to be good to see them um they had to evacuate from the fires uh a week ago um or maybe a little bit longer like um but luckily everything's fine and they're back in their house and i love their dogs and so it was good to see everybody like my whole family was there um, for that. And mm. then um, two days later, my mom had a second Thanksgiving uh, for some family that couldn't make it to that one. And of course, the funny thing was, the whole reason why we had the Thanksgiving was for this family member that couldn't be there on Thursday. And he got sick and couldn't make it on Saturday. So we said Thanksgiving twice and without him the second time. But not for no reason, because no. it's family. Well, yeah, it was nice. It was good to do a second Thanksgiving. And this time, like, they smoked the turkey instead of just baking it. Wait, what? Yeah, cooking it in the oven? It. Baking it. Yeah, it's baking, right? Yeah. It's weird. Because like baking is like cakes. Maybe you put it on a different setting. It's a baked turkey, though. Right? Roasted turkey. Oh, you, you roasted. roasted turkey. Yes, you don't bake one. Gosh, you're so stupid. I know. I'm a <laughs> stupid bitch. Well, I've actually never had to make a turkey, so that's my reason for it's not knowing. It's a lot of work. Yeah, which I, I do have to say, it is kind of wonderful being the baby of the family. Like, no one expects me to do anything on Thanksgiving. Like, I waltz in, like, 20 minutes before showtime, sit down. Like, where's the food? Eat my food, and then I'm like, thanks, it's been real. Bye. Well, aren't you a giver I am, on Thanksgiving? I'm very spoiled. You should be thanks tank thanks taker. <laughs> <laughs> it's thanks taking the way I do it. Um anyways, yeah, those are my Thanksgivings. How's about you? Um, uh, mine was very good. I did two big Thanksgivings and then one's like just like a lunch after with um Crystal's family. Hmm. But um yeah, so the first Thanksgiving with my friends Scott and Jorge, their family gets together every year and has this huge hoop de hoop. Whoa. Huge hoopty hoo, and it's always gorgeous and fabulous, and um, lots of good food. And on a happier note, um, my friend's mom asked me to officiate, 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 officiate. I, I think it's officiate, but like I, I think if you want to be fancy, you could be officiate. Yeah, their wedding. 
congratulations which is in two weeks are you ordained already or do you I have just to... got ordained today ah so I am an ordained minister of <laughs> of the American ministry American marriage ministry okay which is the reason I chose that one is because they believe in like queer marriage and everything. Uh, so okay. I was like, oh, it's cool. It's so they are national. Yeah, they they seem very secular. Very secular, and yeah. So I was like, this is perfect, and they're inclusive. And since um that whole family has you know um Scott and Jorge are together, and then one of her daughters is married to a girl. Oh, wow, um, Jennifer and Michelle, and then her other daughter is married. Um, Kelly is married to a guy. So. They have Boo. they run the gamut, <laughs> the men. And stuff. But um, yeah, so that was really cool. So that's awesome. Congratulations! Yeah, I'm gonna be a, a witchy minister. It'll be really fun. I'll feel like I'm acting out Sabrina. The are you, show. Are you going to dress like Stevie Nicks? Just all sorts of like drapey, flowy yes. things. Yes, yes, foliage and fringe. Yeah, and... just sort of just white witch it up there. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Right, with like a. I think I'd need like a um, a huge belt buckle for some reason. <laughs> I think you need a huge bu- belt buckle most of the time. I, I think, think you just so do it, too. like a championship wrestler kind of belt. Yeah, like just go for it. I think it's a little too big. I was thinking more like McCree BMAF. Uh, you're very- BAFM BAMF. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Bamf. Bamf. Um, I mean, you are very tall, so I don't know. Like, I think you might be able to go larger, and it would be okay. Oh yeah, I'll like cut my body like in yeah. smaller pieces, which yeah. is perfect. It's like why I should it's be more pleasing to the eye. It's like why I should be wearing vertical stripes all the time. Yeah, yeah. You just wear a giant belt. Don't you like how I'm painting my nails while we're doing? <laughs> yeah, this? I do feel like I'm boring <laughs> you. I'm gonna go talk to the refrigerator I'm if the you one need telling me. Telling the story here. I know, but Let I'm gonna go talk nails. to the refrigerator while you paint your nails. <laughs> <laughs> um it has lots to say it it really does though and then my other thanksgiving was with my dad and my <laughs> brother and crystal and we um oh and then crystal's family also and we went to we usually just go to a restaurant and which is great because the food's always good and we have none of the cleanup we don't have to dirty our dishes seriously like i was feeling spoiled by thanksgiving like yeah, yeah. this is like no one cooks it, Nobody cooks, except this year, we went to a new place, and it was a fucking buffet of magical food. And I was like, okay, Thanksgiving buffet, that sounds a little cheap. But then the food was so damn good. <laughs> I was like, we got to do this every year. <laughs> new tradition. Here yeah. we go. So I got one Thanksgiving that was cooked at home, one Thanksgiving that was prepared by chefs, and... Then a cute little, yeah, get-together on a Sunday evening or a Sunday, yeah, during the day. Nice. So it's cute. And I went to this store called The Brass Unicorn, which is a metaphysical shop in um, the Tower District of Fresno, which is kind of like the gay, artsy area, so I love it. And I bought this this ring, which I love. It's Amethyst. That's my birthstone. Is it? Yeah. Well, apparently amethyst um, helps to maintain your beauty. Oh. And my friend I said, you know, you should have got a bigger stone. Wow. <laughs> I was like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the one time I bought smart water at, a, at a, a liquor store, and the guy working there just looked at it, looked at me, and said, stay in school. <laughs> I was like, thank you. That's so good. <laughs> 
Very cool. Well, he well, probably like saves that for anybody who brings smoke smart water to the table. Totally. Well, I I approve of the amethyst choice. I didn't know about maintaining beauty, but you know. Yeah. So we'll see if it works. So right. far, it's doing a great job. <laughs> well done. And um, yeah, and then on the side job, since I'm now an ordained minister, I'm just going to start selling indulgences. Oh, okay. As my side hustle. Isn't that only Catholic? Well, it's non-denominational, so okay. I figure we can do. I can. You can do what you want. I can dip. <laughs> yeah, I can dip. So we're fine. When I dip, you dip. We dip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, you see it my way too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else is going on? What'd you watch? What you been watching? Yeah, it's like we did a lot of just assorted like we were kind of homebodies this this last like weekend the the four days off. Um, so um, well, on uh, we didn't do any Black Friday shopping, which uh, I'm totally okay with. Oh yeah, me neither. Um, we did kind of end up at a Target on Saturday, um, just because there was an item I wanted to get for somebody, um, and um, you could only get it at Target, so we went to go get that. Um, and um, while we were there, we ended up buying like a crap ton of movies. You the you and Todd? Yeah, there was just, they were just so cheap. Like, it was crazy. Like, what did you buy? Well, like, right before Thanksgiving, we ended up at Target uh, because I think Todd needed, like, a... Did Have we talked about this one? Yes, last where week? you were going to get the turkey, but yep. you ended up buying all the games. Seriously, yeah, we went to go... Plus... Yeah. Plus Wa- Ant-Man and the Wasp, which you have not seen and yet. And Incredibles 2. And The Incredibles 2, yes. So, okay, so that had already happened. We went on Saturday, though, and ended up buying, like, a bunch more movies that were all super cheap. So we got, like, both of the Paddington movies, because I hear they're amazing. Okay. Um, Life of the Party, because Todd loves uh, Melissa McCarthy. Um... Blockers, because I hear that movie is great. Uh, I don't know that one. It looks like Cock Blockers, but the movie's officially oh, yeah, just yeah, called Blockers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, With the parents. Yes. Oh, that looks funny. I heard it's really good. Um, it got an A. It's The reviews gave it an A back in the dizzle. No, like, if, everyone I know who's seen it was like, this movie is really like. But it has Bradley better. Cooper, right? No. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. It has John Cena. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's funny, though. He is. He's. Re- I loved him in Trainwreck. Yeah. Um. And then what else? We got the Paddingtons, uh, Life of the Party, Blockers. Oh, and Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. And so um, we actually watched Truth or Dare uh, oh. last night. Uh-huh. It was fun. Not nearly as fun as Happy Death Day, but like for a PG-13 horror experience, like it's cute. Okay. And like the price was a couple bucks more than if we just paid to rent it. Oh, okay. So I was like, fuck it. Might as well. And you like your Blumhouse collection. I do. I, I really like Blumhouse in general. Like they, they just make fun movies. Um, and so we also watched uh, The Incredibles 2. Have you oh, seen that? No. It is so good. Really? It's so good. Did you like the original? It was not one of my favorite Pixar films, but it was good. All right. I liked it. The second one's great. Um, you know, I I think I've told you this before. I'm not a huge Pixar fan. I know it's weird. It's because I'm obsessed with hand drawn. As I hear what you're saying, but the words don't make any sense. Yeah. Well, as my although I'm not a oh Pixar made it, therefore it's good kind of person. Like I hated Cars. Like everyone should. Um, I, I never should, saw Cars. I never saw Brave. I oh, Brave is good. Like I missed out on a handful of Brave is re- probably ones. one of my more favorite one really because that's one a lot of people don't really care for that much yeah which is weird um i didn't see 
they did the last dinosaur, didn't they? Didn't see that. I didn't see that one either. Um, like I thought Toy Story two was not very good, but Toy Story three, however, made up for it by being like yeah. the best in the series. And Toy Story three is incredible. Toy Story one, I was never that huge of a fan. I liked one. I love three, oh, three but I would so never buy any merchandise from it because it just doesn't. I for love... some reason, Pixar's look doesn't appeal to me. I love the three-eyed alien from Toy Story. And he's cute. He's I so like cute. the pig. Oh. And I like the big mean bear from three. Oh. Love a lot. Yeah. Oh, he's so cute. He smells like strawberries. Um, I always, I did want a love a lot, like <laughs> stuffed animal. Wow. This is going on a weird tangent. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but no, it's like, like, but then, yeah, there's some movies like Wally. It's like Pixar, when they do it, they do it. When they do it right, it's amazing. Yeah. So like, yeah, Wally, Toy Story 3, um, Monsters, Inc. is just so good. It's I love good. A Bug's Life. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of. Pixar stuff I, I really like. Yeah, Finding Nemo. Yeah, although Dis- oh. Disney Animation has figured it out even like yeah. without Pixar, like with the Wreck-It Ralphs, Tangled, Frozen. Like I feel like Disney. I even like of... Meet the Robinsons way back when it wasn't popular. I never got to see that. It's... I did see Chicken Little. No, that one sucked. <laughs> see Meet the Robinsons, you'll cry your eyes out. That doesn't sound like fun. No, in a good way. Oh. Feel good film of the year. Oh, all right then. Of 1998. So whatever it was. Well, we watched Incredibles too. It's fun. Nice. Now, it's how great. is Ant-Man and the Wasp? Have not watched that yet. Oh, That's on. God, there's a pile on in front of the TV now that we need to watch. Um, we did, however, also finish our watch through of the Matrix trilogy. Oh. Because last time we'd spoken, we had watched the Matrix and the Animatrix. Because the new 4K HDR remaster, blah, 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 blah. So, like, we watched The Matrix Reloaded. Okay. Which was fun. And seriously, that movie, if you can detach the expectations that everyone went into it with, it's actually pretty great. And Revolutions is kind of just a, it's like a, just a big, dumb CG action movie, but it's still really pretty great. Um, yeah. No, I liked all of them. Yeah. Like, it's a solid trilogy. Um, and I still cry at the end of three. I don't. Because Trinity. Oh, yeah. For Trinity, not for, not for Neo. I don't care less about Neo, but for Trinity, that hurts my heart. It's so funny. I always forget how her story ends. And I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. Um, but like also in, in between the two, we actually watched the cutscenes or the special scenes that were shot for the move, the game Enter the Matrix. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, that fills in right. Ni- Niobe and Ghost's story. Yes. Um, and it's so funny, though. Like, I played the game, so I actually had a little bit of context for how the scenes worked. Watching them just in a row... Is, makes no sense. It's kind of the weirdest 40 minutes you've ever sat through. It's really odd. Like, I was able to give some context for Todd, but some of it I was like, I and don't... you fight I, through this part, and then this happens. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why this scene is happening. Like, I had to remember the fact that, like, they make a big deal about the fact that um, when Persephone... Persephone makes them kiss her uh, like they would their true love, much like how Neo has to kiss Persephone as he would be kissing Trinity for her to help them. Uh-huh. Remember, you know, Monica Bellucci's character, green dress, married to the Merovingian. She's fucking crazy. And I don't remember. She keeps undermining her husband and, like, giving Neo and Trinity, like, access to the shit they shouldn't have access to because she's just kind of bored, it seems. Okay. Um, but in it, like, and so they talk about, like, you know, clearly, like, uh, she talks about ghost and how he's clearly in love with someone so you have to kiss me like you're kissing your true love and was she one of the vampires she her husband has the the werewolves oh yeah yeah okay i know who you're talking about yeah. yeah and like um when uh 
and so it, and like the game insinuates that and if, if you actually play it it's very clear ghost is madly in love with trinity oh and like yeah like when he kisses her she's like oh unrequited love and it's and like how much like and i think he says something along the lines of like oh i love her as much as she loves someone else Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I know that feeling. Um, so yeah, we watched Matrix Reloaded, the Enter the Matrix scenes, and then we watched Matrix Revolution. So yeah, we finished our Matrix watch through. Sweet. Yeah, lots, good for you. L- lots accomplished. We watched a handful of movies. Yeah. Well, I continued an epic adventure as well. Did you? I saw The Crimes of Grindelwald. How was it? It was good. It was good. Okay, it was good, but with reservations. How was Dumble Daddy? Dumble Daddy was sexy. The problem with the movie is it has, like, really slow lulls for a long time, which are good because you get, you know, fill in and good things happen, but it's just a lot to take in when you're used to a lot of action, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when it's a lot of talking, you're like, wait a second. What is this, a melodrama? Well, and like how, I mean, no spoilers, because even then I haven't seen it. Uh-huh. But I do know that, I guess, some effects of this movie yeah. change the overall landscape of the Potterverse. Like, right? It's like, uh, even the tagline on all the billboards here is, who will change the future? Okay, yeah. So, like, it's kind of, I, I've, I've seen very cagey sort of things saying, like, whoa, Crimes of Grindelwald is, it actually does change what we know the wizarding world to be like it mixes up the game i don't know if it changes too much okay it sets up a lot though how many more movies are supposed to be in the series five yeah five total right three more three more okay so um it sets up a lot it doesn't explain a lot for a long time which is why even though i've seen fantastic beasts like seven eight times as I saw once. I was still like, who are these people? What are they doing? Why are they here? What's going on? And then they'll give, sometimes they give flashbacks of what, and then you start to fill in the pieces. But even then, it's like, ooh, I wish I had more, though. How was uh, Credence? Credence, it was never one of my favorite characters. And he continues to be such. And oh, even less. No. Was it because I really like Ezra Miller? I don't love the character of Credence. Yeah. But I really like Ezra Miller. And it's funny, I feel like since he's sort of come out as like gender nonconforming and in a thruple, like I didn't know that part, yeah, but like, okay. It, he definitely is a person that like every time he talks, he's Mightier than thou. No, he's not he's just changing the He's flipping the script gotcha. on who you think he is every time he shows up, which I do think is kind of annoying. He doesn't like to be put into, yeah, a box. However, I will say that I don't know what he's been doing, but in the last, like, year, he finally looks like a man and not like some, like, little boy. Well, he has. Yeah, even in the movie, he has, like, a scruff to him. Yeah, because, like, even when, like, I mean, I haven't seen Justice League yet. But, like, even all the stuff I've seen of him as The Flash, I'm like, ah, he looks like a child still, you know? And I feel like this might be the first time where I'm like, oh, look at you. You, like, are, like, grown. Yeah. Um, I I don't want to say he looks like a man just because, yeah, I know he's non- Some great things about the movie, though, you go back to Hogwarts. Oh. Which they kind of, they show you in the previews because of Dumbledore is there. and, And it's 
it that's kind of cute to go back even though it feels like no time has passed well there was a funny thing that somebody pointed out where i guess there's a flashback from one of the harry potters that takes place in like 1947 mm-hmm. or whatever and then it shows a picture of like 19 what 28 or whatever 28, yeah um and you see like jude law as dumbledore and then like it's like 16 years later and he looks like an old Dumbledore, man. like with, with a beard. And it was funny because somebody was like, what happened to him in those 16 years? And someone responded with teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I think that whole, well, he loves Grindelwald. That's like the whole thing that that was his love that got away. Mm-hmm. They don't really go into it too much in the movie. That That's was another thing that was really disappointing. They touched upon it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. It was interesting during the um, the panel we did at Comic Con where someone actually, I think, was it you that mentioned that in like the Harry Potter thing that like you know it's just so funny that like or odd that um, the the Potterverse has has become so inclusive and in trying to like you know do this whole thing of like oh Dumbledore is gay, but it's like it only lives in Twitter. Yeah, like the movies barely allude to I it. I think um, Jamie brought. Oh, that I, think, up. I think it was. Yeah, yeah it was her. Like. Because, yeah, it's, like, it's frustrating. He, you know, like, all this stuff J.K. Rowling has has said via Twitter. So, I mean, it is her world. It's how it goes. But, like, we're not seeing it on film. I'm not saying I need to see Dumbledore yeah. balls deep in some guy. No, I think, though, it would have been you know, smarter but on her part. I think she's just so excited to announce it that yeah. she was inclusive, which is great. I mean, it didn't affect me. I was like, who cares? Yeah. But I think it would have been a greater effect if she would have said nothing, and then there would have been more to the story. Like, in, organically release it in somewhere this, else. Yeah, in this film. And that would have been like, whoa, and oh, and oh. But then we just got to, eh. Yeah. So that's the Instead, difference. now it's like, well, that's not enough. Everyone yeah. just keeps doing that. Like, well, yeah, that's not enough. It's not enough. Because yeah. you, you fed us this, and now we want something. Seriously, so. like, I want Dumbledore to make out with Colin Farrell. Well, yeah, but yes. A, I want Colin Farrell to come <laughs> back. B, I want him to make out with Jude Law. Dear Diary. Dear Diary, Dear dream make journal. this work. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, like, this, that, this movie's so far from that, it's not even funny. But <laughs> Seriously, like, oh, man. Jude Law yeah. making out with Colin Farrell. Tom Hardy can watch. Like... Yeah. Let's make it happen. And there are some interesting character developments in this one that I'm like, well, okay, we'll see where this goes. But um, th- there are some cool new beasts, which is, it is called Fantastic Beasts. So cute. Um, Was Niffler back? Cute Niffler. He's so back. Cute. He's even cuter in this one. What? And um, like an itch. And, um, As do I. I'm scratching my uh, shin with a pen. <laughs> And, um, yeah, so that's it. That's, that's yeah, crimes. All right, then. And I was trying to think if Todd and I saw a movie in theaters. Well, I luckily, I have been already starting to watch my favorite film of the year, the Netflix Fireplace. Oh, yes. It's my favorite movie. I think it burned out. Oh, no, it's, it's about to going. burn out. What you should be watching is the Hearthstone Yule Log that I produced two years ago. Is it cartoony? Uh, yeah, it's more cartoony than this. Is it on Netflix? YouTube. Oh, I have YouTube. It's 47 minutes long, features 23 original Christmas songs. Oh, see, I like it without the music. Yeah, you can mute it. 
Okay. <laughs> you should at least listen to at least like two songs you can admire and laugh and also uh, understand that I have seen that thing uh, countless times. And, and it's just a fireplace. And I had to QC it <laughs> a lot. And it took 47 minutes to QC. Oh my gosh. Uh, but it has like, yeah, it has like 23 songs that we recorded for it. And, um, so like two minute songs. Yeah, they're all very short. Um, and then every time a new song, before a new song comes on, a murloc, which is like a little fish creature from World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. crosses frame and puts a new piece of decoration on the uh, mantle. Cute. And so by the time it's done, the entire scene has been really like built out. I'm going to watch it. That will be my thing tomorrow night as I pass out on the couch. It's pretty special. As usual. Sweet. And that all of you at home should do the same. Yeah. Uh, and everybody uh, watch Hearthstone. Hearth. Hearthstone. Yule log. Yep. The and yeah. Let me know how far you get uh, before you mute it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very cute, actually. I'm very proud of it, but it is definitely. Uh, it's they a. Need to it's do a, a long Witcher gag. Yule log. Uh, with Dandelion, he comes in and plays a song, and then they do some magic in the fireplace. CD Projekt Red. Knock, knock. I said this idea first. I want some credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can keep your money, but I just want a little, like, satine. Don't just give up your stake on that thing now. Well, it's not going to happen. Well, I mean, if you could be like the author and sue them later. That's right. I could do that. <laughs> this is America. Oh, the Yule Log has burned out. Now we're seeing a trailer for The Holiday Calendar. Oh, yeah. A Netflix film. Yeah, no, I'm not going to watch that. Uh, um what have you been playing? Oh, there was oh. another thing that happened also. Did, did I tell you I saw David Sedaris? Like, I did. Yes. That was last week. Wow, Rob. I, it hasn't been, been that long. I, it literally literally like it has seven been. days. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so what were you asking? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> have you been playing anything? I have. <laughs> um, <laughs> woo. Uh, I've been playing more Shadows of the Damned because that thing continues to be uh, excellent. If you put your playstation onto youtube i can actually i think uh trigger the the ulog from my phone oh i'm no no go to youtube now do it do it it'll be worth it um so i've been playing more shadows of the damned um which is still just an absolutely insane experience and a wonderful delight i'm a fan um, and then, um, I also, sorry, let me get the Hearthstone Yule Log up here, and I just did it, I think. There it goes, it started. Here we go. Starting at the beginning. So, um, yeah, playing some more Shadows of the Damned. Um, and then last week, I was just waiting for laundry to uh, finish in the washing machine so I could put it in the dryer. So I was like, I guess I'll just kind of like download a bunch of updates on the PS4 or whatever. And I decided to start playing a little game called Donut County. Don't know it. And uh, I don't know it. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, and I started and finished that game that night. <laughs> So now that is number 27 I've finished this year. Mm. So let me tell you about Donut County. 
Please do. So in it, uh, you play a uh, kind of crazy and self-centered raccoon named BK who has a app that he uses to control a hole that moves around the ground. And as the hole goes underneath stuff, that stuff will fall into it. And every time something falls into it, the hole gets bigger. So like you start small with like small rocks or whatever. And the next thing you know, you're swallowing whole buildings. And so the raccoon is doing this to serve the trash king. And um, you are basically destroying entire, like all of Donut County by making it fall into a hole. And the whole game takes place um, underground where all these people are gathered around a campfire talking about how this raccoon has ruined their lives. Wow. And the raccoon keeps having excuses for everything because he's kind of a self-centered prick. It's actually very cute. Uh, it's very indie. And um, it is uh, allegorical for um, uh, gentrification in Los Angeles. Oh. Um, but yeah, the game, at least very surface level, super cute. Um, and uh, very, very charming. Very simple. It's available on iOS if you want to play it on a phone. Uh, it's also on PS4. Um, that's where I played it. And I think it's on Steam. Donut County. Donut County. Sweet. Because, yeah, he works at a place, I think, that's... He, uh, BK owns or runs a donut shop. And whenever someone orders a donut, he takes the hole around and destroys where they live. Oh. But he's, you know, operating underneath another power that's sort of telling him to do so. Yeah. But yeah, it's got some, some pretty sharp dialogue and very simple gameplay that ends up getting a little more complicated as it goes on. But it's not hard. I don't think you can actually lose okay. in this game. But it's very, very cute. Cute. So, that sounds cool. Yeah. And then also I put a, uh, how you say, shit ton of time into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh. Did like, you get the trident? No, not yet. <laughs> um, I, however, am, am now 85 hours in. I'm at level 56. Damn. You can use the trident. I think it's like 42. I can use most things at this point. Yeah. Uh, well, like the level cap is 70, so I'm kind of on my way. Um, I only have two more cultists to go, and I will have killed all 44 of them. Oh, wow. And uh, according to my the achievement tracker thing on Xbox, I'm 89% through the main story. Oh, wow. So, so, like, two more hours. I think it'll be, like, two solid nights for me to, like, finish, finish the game. Like, I think it'll be probably another good, like, seven, eight hours, I think, Yeah. to really, like, Kill feel, the cultists. Yeah, and... to feel like I'm in a good place. Because there, there's three kind of big storylines that you juggle between, like... Did you kill the Cyclops? I, like, as part of another sort of quest, uh-huh. I had to actually kill a lot of mythical creatures. That so damn boar. I had to kill the... Oh, no, that's just uh, uh that's just getting the skin for... Um, that one girl. For Yeah, what's-her-face. Yeah. Um, the Daughters of Artemis or whatever. Yeah. Um, no, like, the, this is... Um, there's another quest that comes later. Uh, where you need these like four artifacts and you get an artifact from each mythical creature that you slay like full-on mythical creature so we're talking like, like gorgons cyclops and... gorgon minotaur and there's one more i forgot what it is the lion it, the lion yes mm. and so um like yeah so i had to do all these different challenges and uh the gorgon is hard she turned you to stone. She tried. Did you have to look in a mirror just like in um, Clash nah. of the Titans? You just have to keep moving. Or stand behind a pillar. Gotcha. Ooh, is she scary? She's not. She's nothing nice to look at. She's huh. kind of scary. 
All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, the game's been. I feel like it's so good, and my favorite thing about the game, I think, is that it it actually found a really good way to logically fold together a lot of its play modes. So like the cultists, for example, mm-hmm. like oh, if you want to take out the cultists, like my favorite one of my favorite things is like sometimes it just happens, but like also sometimes it says like you have to continue your odyssey to figure out the clue about this cultist. One of them is like oh, the leader of this one region. You know, uh, the leader of this one region is uh, the person who has information about them. But in order to get access to the leader, you either have to, like, just go in and be awesome and kill the leader on your own. Mm -hmm. Or you have to do a bunch of activities to lower the defenses of the entire region to then take out the leader. And so, like, it's a thing where it's making you play within the other systems of the game. Yeah. And, like, you know, some of the, the cultists you can only get via naval battle. And, like... Another one you can only get in, in like the by doing the arena battles, like yeah. they they actually kind of find a way to to work in a lot of different gameplay modes to serve the cultist thing, which that's been my favorite thing is going cultist hunting. I'm actually doing the main story just to sort of keep my cult clues coming. Sweet. So yeah, I haven't picked it up since I last talked about it. So I've been out of town. Yeah, have you played? Like, that's all I've been playing. You've been playing anything? Uh, yeah, I played uh, Super Mario Party for the Switch. Oh, how was it? It's cute. I'm not a Mario Party girl. Nor am I. I think they're just novelty games for like. They're cute, but I find that as good as you are, doesn't mean you're gonna win. Well, the game's a random thing, and sometimes it's done. And there, I don't know. I think it's cute for people who like it. Mm-hmm. Great, it's great for kids. Um, I prefer party games like um that one we do. Overcooked, Overcooked, oh, Nidhog, Nidhog. No, the other Jackbox, one. the other one, Gang Beast, Gang Beast. Like I think that's more of a fun, like kind of Mario Party ish sort it's of. It's a rowdy party game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'm more of that type of game, but yeah, it's cute. Like it's just a bunch of little games. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love WarioWare. Do you ever play any of those? No. Like WarioWare Smooth Moves for the Wii is great. It's a series of micro games. Each game, each mini game is like five to eight seconds long. Oh. They're super uh, fast. No, no, I couldn't do that. They're really fun, though, because each one uses a different control scheme. And so part of it is like you have to kind of figure out what you need to do in like a, in no time at all. And then your turn's over. And you move on. Like, it's super you fast. You know, I think I have played that. It's so fun. Yeah. Mm, okay. That's fine. Uh, I love that one. But. The, the soundtrack to the, to the Mario Party is like stuck in my head still. I still know because it's like cheerleader like whistling and do 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 and i'm like oh god make it stop <laughs> but whatever it's fun for people i'll say so. i think one thing that's been helping me with all my assassin's creed like and i like the soundtracks of the assassin's creed games mm-hmm. but um what i've been doing is just turning the music to zero and then listening to my spotify playlist while i play you're at that point oh yeah i have like oh i just want to oh, listen to oh, like yeah albums i want to hear while i run around greece Stabbing people in the face. Very cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been playing. Three videos. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wanted to talk about this article now because okay. I. No, it's not really news. So there's this article that came out called Three Video Games That Deserve a Second Chance. Mm. And? By, this, by second chance, they mean, like, 
everyone should play it a second time and like really give it a go or it deserves a sequel it deserves a chance to be played again if okay. you didn't put the time into it the first time got it because of one reason or another okay so the first game of the three is destiny destiny 2 yes and I like it. it's basically says that um um even though you're disappointed in destiny 2 at its launch um its new systems with the forsaken mm. changes the game and makes it completely more playable yeah so because of forsaken definitely give destiny 2 another shot so that's that one i need to do that i need to take that advice because i have not really yeah i know and you said nick is playing it so yeah, he's back so i need to actually go yeah. bother him before he gets so maybe i'll waste. join yeah before he gets like super ahead of us we should yeah. probably figure something out yeah uh, yeah although he's only gonna be playing either uh very late at night with us or on weekends oh yeah damn that time someone had to move further east okay mm. uh the second game is the witcher 3 the wild hunt I do need to get back into that for a second time because I there's a lot in that game that I did not experience. It, I mean, I, I haven't even finished it. The, uh, it says, I'll admit it, the first time I tried playing The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, I found it overwhelming. There are too many quests, too many large areas to explore, and I had other games I wanted to play. Um, however, I found myself looking for a new game and gave The Witcher 3 another chance and was immediately enthralled. So I think if you, it's one of those games where you come back to it and you're like, okay, I kind of remember what was going on in the first one. Now I can take that knowledge and apply it. And that's what happened to me too. I went back to it a year later and then I got obsessed. So Well, like, and when I started playing it, it was before they did all those sort of quality of life fixes, like the UI and at the time books still had weight. Like it was just, it was, there was a lot of shit they fixed. Yeah. And when I came back, I was like, this is great. Oh, what's that over there? And I got distracted by another game immediately. But I do need to get back into The Witcher. Yeah. That's kind of what happened to me with um, Detroit Become Human. I mm. got distracted. But there's so many games. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's there's a, not a shortage of stuff to do. And then the third game. Yes. Dark Souls Remastered. Yeah, that's right. And. Yeah. What they say is the reason. Because um, Blighttown doesn't suck anymore? Because that is a very valid reason. It just says... Um, I mean, it basically just says replay it because okay. it's worth it. It is. It doesn't say anything specific. was different. It is funny. And now that I'm playing it through, like, again, now that I've actually, like, I have confidence in what I'm doing, like, playing it again on the Switch, I'm doing everything so much faster. And, like... There's this weird level of just like, sure, yeah, whatever. It's a game. Yeah. Like, and it's funny, you do play it differently than any other game. You play very conservatively, or at least I do. Yeah. Um, and that, like, I tend to stand in a doorway and spam spells at people. Like, I I don't get in their face because you just kind of, you learn how to game the game. You learn how to survive. Yeah, you game yeah. the game. That's how, that's how you play Dark Souls. It's kind of cheap at times, but, oh, it's so good. Yeah. So, Yeah. Those are the three that you should, if you gave them a chance and you're like, eh, go back to them now because you'll be ready. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a solid list. And I like that it was just like, here's three games that you should consider. Not like 10 or seven of them are bullshit. There's like three. And one of them's your favorite. One of so them's good. my favorite. And one of them we were both like, 
Well, we loved the first one. What happened well, with the second and one? I actually like Destiny 2. And the Forsa- and Forsaken, I was really excited about. And I just got distracted. God, I just couldn't wait for the Destiny 2 um, story mode to end. I was like, can this be over with already? <laughs> so I'm excited for the Forsaken. I might actually dive into that. Nice. And we know how I am against DLCs. but Yeah, you are staunchly opposed. Staunch. I'm a staunch believer. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So, so, is it time for us to learn? It is time for the word of the week. It's like you. You told me a little bit about this word, but not much. So I'm excited. I'm very curious. Yes, you're going to be enthralled with it. Yes. The word of the week is Thanksgiver. <laughs> so it's not me. I'm a thanks not taker. You. You're a thanks taker. Uh, a thanksgiver. I'm guessing it's a person who gives thanks, or yeah. someone who participates in Thanksgiving. Either way, you're giving, yeah, a person who gives thanks. That's a very specific word that I don't know how often I would use. Thanksgiver. In general, I am a Thanksgiver. I tend to thank people frequently. Uh, it's just on Thanksgiving, I'm you're just thanks tanker. I'm just thanks taken. Yes. Yes, you are. Yep. Hmm. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> um. Nice. Yeah. Very, very topical, very timely. That's it. I know, right? Right. So, is it time for the final frontier? That it is. Um, although it's going to be a little bit of a kind of an offshoot, uh, just because it's 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 the final frontier slash what bullshit is Rob spending his money on now? Yeah, we should change the entire segment. Yeah, it's mostly vinyl usually. Okay. <laughs> so this time, um, so since we last spoke, the Mortal Kombat arcade of one and two soundtracks or mortal kombat one and two arcade soundtracks has been released we talked about the color variants that was available last time you're getting reptile we all knew i was supposed to get reptile uh i guess i slept on the pre-order a little bit and i pulled into work and i was like fuck i meant to order that thing and i looked at the website all they had was sub-zero and scorpion so i got sub-zero okay which is what i wanted anyway yes so um because reptile sold out very quickly so i ordered that so i'm excited about that coming i don't know when it will but uh it's been ordered Okay. So that's exciting. And I got Sub-Zero. Whee! Um, nice. And then um, off of the uh, video gamey, or off of the, the soundtracks situation or vinyl, um, but still very video gamey. Um, so remember we talked earlier about the how um, Limited Run Games is doing that HDMI version thing of like the PS2? Yeah. Hookup thing? That arrived today. Ooh! Which I can't wait to try it out, see how it goes. Very cool. You can play... Um... Oh my god, what was that game I liked? Not Legacy of Kane, but the other Blood one. Omen? That's the original. No, because Legacy of Kane's a series. There's Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver, that's yeah. what I'm thinking Soul of. Soul Reaver is one of them, yeah. Yeah. Blood Omen came afterwards. Did it? Huh. I think so. I thought the first one was called Legacy of Kane Blood Omen. No, but I think that's the next I'm one. Because Leg- Legacy of Kane. Oh, you're Soul right. Reaver yes, is the, yes, yes. Yeah, that's yes. when they got me into it. And then Blood Omen happened. I was like, that doesn't look as fun. Because, ah, oh, I loved Raziel. And I liked um, Kane. <laughs> is that his name? Uh-huh. Big but, Daddy Kane, like the rapper. Yeah. I loved the first one, the top-down one. Oh, I never played that one. The OG. You know, I just played Soul Reaver for the Dreamcast. The OG was my favorite. It was so cool. It was like RPG style. Nice. I loved Like that. Dungeon Crawler? Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to pulling up some uh, old PS2 games. Um, Very cool. And then uh, 
a uh, very large impulse purchase from um, earlier oh this year. You bought another expansion to your Dark no, Souls kit. It arrived. A very large impulse oh, purchase from a while ago. Yes, I arrived. remember. The one you didn't know what it was going to be. No, not that one. Uh, when that arrives, that will be a momentous occasion. Um, so uh, I received in the mail because I ordered it a long time ago, this handsome Funko Pop figure. That was an expensive purchase? No, no, no. We'll get there. But oh. do you recognize this Hanzo, or this this Funko character as Hanzo? Yes. He's very dreamy. But more impressive than the Funko oh. is <gasps> that 13-inch oh my metal Hanzo statue. The thing is like six or seven pounds. It's beautiful. Isn't it? And it comes with, like, you change out what arrow he's shooting. So I'm shooting a scatter arrow, which is fun because he doesn't have the scatter shot anymore. I was going to say he doesn't even have it anymore. I know, but the arrow is super cool looking. Um, and then um, also, sorry, you have to see, uh, scroll to the to the right. And um, his arm is fucking sick. It's crazy. Like, I stared at it all day while I'm at work. The tattooed one? Yeah. Like, just the shape of it. It's like cartoon Popeye forearm level, like, just shapely arm. Have you gotten there yet? There's a picture. I, no, keep scrolling. There's a shot I have of his arm. Oh. It's a good looking arm. Yeah. Isn't it like the shoulder, the back, and the arm? It's like, whoa. It's a really good, it's a good looking statue. I mean, it looks just like the character. Yeah. Like, like it's spot on. It's crazy. I can't believe it. And the box it came in was super attractive. Like, it's a really impressive um, feat that they, they des- that they built that thing so well. I want the Mercy one, but... I can't spend 200 on a freaking <laughs> statue right now. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so cool, isn't it? But it's for your office, right? Yep. Yeah. And yeah, that's this is portrait mode. Does everybody go and stare at it and bow to it and uh, like leave it gifts? I think most people just sort of like see me and just, or see him and just go. Oh, Rob. Oh, that's Rob. Oh, Rob. Well, and like, so when we had... When we'd spoken, oh yeah, we'd spoken. I'd already gone to that award show and not won, right? Has that happened? Yes, that had happened. Yeah, no, it's a long time ago. No, no, it's fine because I, I have, I have a photo of uh, father holding the makeshift trophy that I claimed for the night when I did not win an actual trophy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's my That's consolation trophy, and it's kind of cute. Now. I like that one. Anyway, yeah. Sorry, my photo roll is very specific. <laughs> um, anywho. It's very specific. You should post very it. Very specific. Uh, On the Instagram, so everybody could see it. The Hanzos? Since we haven't posted anything. I know. I need to post the Hanzo. Um, the, uh, I did post them to Facebook as one of those 3D photos. Great. Because Hanzo's protecting my desk now. Oh. He sits on the corner of my desk. He's here. Um, yeah, familiar. Yep. I like that. So anyway, so uh, that concludes the Vinyl Frontier slash what stupid shit is Rob spending his money on now? Well, something that's not video game related, but I've been listening to a lot is the 50th anniversary album of um, Fleetwood Mac is out. And it's oh. so good. 50? 50 fucking years. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> it's like when I was when I was working at Rhino, we were working on like the thirtieth or thirty fifth anniversary of Rumors. Oh yeah, but fifty of any album is just. Oh. It's amazing how good some of them still look today. <laughs> oh yeah, 
Yeah, well, it's like Stevie Nicks was in uh, the new season of American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. Oh, the new one? Yeah, for an episode. How's she look? She looks great. Yeah. She looks like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. It's because she has a lot of amethyst. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, she got a bigger stone than I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm glad you stopped, Rob, but you should have kept going because there ain't nothing in the vinyl print. I mean, in oh, the graphic no. jam. No. No, I'm still reading um, Tower of Swallows, which is the current Witcher book that I'm on, the sixth book in the series. But I do want to, after I finish this book, I want to read um, the Compendiums of Lumberjanes because mm. I'm so in love with the She-Ra um, series. It's so good that now I really want to read Lumberjanes. I haven't done it before. It's won tons of awards. It's super gay. And of course, I would love that. So yeah. I'm going to read them. Make but it happen. I'm going to make it happen. So that might not be next week because the compendiums are a little pricey, but it'll be soon enough. I wonder when the next volume of the that Batman series that I was reading, Damned, yeah. comes out. I don't know. I imagine there won't be any more dick in it, but at least, I don't know, I'd like to finish the series. I'm already a third of the way through. They need to show some Joker dick now. Oh, God, I'm sure it's super funny looking. <laughs> it has like a smiley face drawn on it. Get Joker. Funny. Funny looking. Yeah, Rob, I got see, it. See what I did there? I got it, Rob. <laughs> Ooh, I got it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. That's my favorite. I love that. So yeah, onto the news. Yeah. Um so I only got like a a couple things. Go for it. Um, so, uh, there's some, some news been going around from a while ago, um, where, uh, data digger Lance McDonald, which, um, apparently that is a thing that people do, you know, that they go through, um, early like game code and uncover deleted content or canceled bosses or whatever. Like, cause a lot of games just have assorted files that don't get used left on the disc sometimes. Gotcha. Um, so this guy, Lance, how do people access that? I don't know how they do it. Just like hack it. Yeah. But it's always impressive what they are able to find. And, um, the dark souls games are often, a or the Souls series are always a really kind of interesting thing where there's a lot of ideas that don't necessarily make it onto the final game. Oh, like that room that was with nothing in it. Or what was that from? No, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. But like in Shadow of the Colossus, there was uh, you know the talk of a 17th Coloss- uh, Colossus, and there was like talk of a lot of other elements that were originally designed that got removed from the final game because they didn't serve like the full creative vision for the creator. So he was like, "Fuck it, just take it away, take it away." He is that he has that reductive game design, where if it's not what he wants it to be, he just gets rid of it. It's just like what Coco Chanel says: before, before you, you leave, leave the, the house, house, you always take a piece of. Take remove an accessory. Remove an accessory. Thank you. Yeah, which I know a lot of people that need to remove several accessories when they leave the house. Yeah, but uh, I do. I was not insinuating <laughs> you, uh, but um, but yeah, I, I kind of love that sort of thing. Although, mm-hmm. if if I live by Coco Chanel's uh, mantra, I'd be having to like remove a shoe or like my shirt. Like I don't really wear. Yeah, you wear nothing. I guess like, have I wear to, a watch. Apple Watch. Yeah, I wear a watch. Would have to stay home. I'd have to put in my eyebrow ring so I could take that out every day when I leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it's not for everyone. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, because uh, I'm not big on accessories. Although I'm trying to work more hats into my day-to-day. 
Yeah. I like a beanie. I do like a beanie, too. I used to not wear any accessories. This is kind of... Well, I've been wearing these rings for a long time, but I don't have pierced ears. I mm. don't wear a lot of jewelry. And it's all very simple, too. Yes, I don't do well with rings. Uh, and so it's funny, like, uh, I know, like, when Todd and I actually get, like, wedded, like, fully do the whole party and everything you're gonna get a tattoo ring what's well, that actually makes more sense to me than a ring ring just because i can't close my fingers around a ring mm. um you know because it gets in the way god gotcha. i have little i have like lady hands mm-hmm. and so i have my mom's hands and uh yeah i just don't and the thing is i like a squared off ring like like a super thick you know the hard edge kind of yeah. non-rounded ring uh-huh. and it just it, it's gonna be very uncomfortable and very odd on me um but beside the point Anyway, so mm-hmm. somebody was mining Bloodborne okay. and found a deleted boss called Snakeball. And it looks just like an evil high, like Hydra of snakes, which reminds me actually a lot of the Hydra from... Holy shit. It, it reminds me a lot of the, the Hydra from uh, Darkroot Basin in um, Dark Souls. But still, uh, yeah, uh, nope.com. I fucking hated the snake balls that are actually in the game already, because there are smaller snake balls in the game. That must have been really scary to see in a oh, random spot. I can't even imagine if you're just kind of like trying to figure out what was in the game that got deleted and you stumble across that i would cry yeah no no thank you so anywho but yeah uh that's so crazy what the hell pretty neat. Does that have, like mushrooms on its head i guess probably uh, it's eyeballs i hate it yeah i don't know what that is it i looks hate like it eyes or another but anybody who has that problem with circles oh yeah yeah it's not gonna be able to look at that nope that's fine i haven't even watched the video yet it just looks super creepy i'm very excited um so that's that uh as of november 12th um pubg is now on xbox game pass oh i okay cool very cool we talked about last week how it's coming to playstation 4 that's what we said um I've got like three more. What do you? Would you have any news? A uh, UK video game and comic publisher Rebellion is setting up a film and TV studio. Really? So they're going to launch a hundred million dollar studio, and they're going to. They already have shows lined up, such as a Judge Dredd TV show. He is the law. He is the law. He is. He is the law. The law. It's true. Um, it's going to be called Judge Dredd Mega City. And then also an adaption of another 2080 comic strip, Rogue Trooper. And that will be um, directed by Warcraft and Mute director Duncan Jones. Ah. So, yeah, they're going David to... Bowie's son. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he also directed with Moon and huh. Source Code. Hmm. Well, cool. Yeah, that's dope. So, yeah. Yeah. Another thing to subscribe to, Rob. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have more news or do you want to? Nope, that's my only bit of news. Other than Black Friday is done and over with by this time and I bought nothing. Congratulations. We all made it. We made it. And And today was Cyber Monday and I bought nothing. If you took advantage of it, there's a lot of really good deals. But I bought a bunch of Blu-rays for myself on Saturday. Yeah, everything I would have bought, I already own, so. Yeah. Yeah. So. Eh. Um, so, uh, other news, Microsoft has bought another game studio. Oh. Because, like, they announced at E3, they bought, like, five of them. 
because they bought Playground Games, Ninja Theory, uh, the company that makes State of Decay, which I can't think what they're called right now, um, Undead Labs. There we go. Uh, and um, and they grabbed two others that I can't think what they're called right now. But uh, Compulsion Games, which are the ones that did uh, We Happy Few. Okay. And then there's another one. Um, but then since then, uh, they announced they've actually acquired Obsidian Entertainment, which Obsidian's a really great studio. They made Pillars of Eternity. They made the first South Park game, or the first South Park RPG, not the one for like the N64 or the PlayStation 1. Oh, gosh. But yeah. like the, you know, the Stick of Truth. They made yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, they also did uh, a lot of people's favorite Fallout game. They made Fallout New Vegas. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, um, like, right now, Obsidian has been working with mm-hmm. Private Division, the independent arm of Take-Two Studios, or, you know, Take-Two Publisher, rather. Um, they've been working with them on a title that they have not announced yet. Um, and it looks like that will still be published via Private Division slash Take-Two. Um, and then, I guess, once that is done, then the next stuff from Obsidian will be owned by Microsoft. Okay. So, wow. um, but yeah, that's a great find for them. It's a good studio. Monopoly. <laughs> I love that Microsoft's just buying up all these developers. Like, it's a great way to secure that they're going to have really solid development for their platform coming in the yeah. in the near future. That's great. Um, they're getting ready for that PlayStation 5 to launch. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, we have all of the games because we bought yeah, the studios. We own everything. Yeah. Sorry, PlayStation. Well, although the nice thing is actually that PlayStation or that Xbox does seem to recognize that sometimes their stuff needs to be on other platforms. Like they own Mojang, they own Minecraft, but Minecraft is on everything. It's on Switch, it's on iPhone, it's on PS4, like, and it's owned by Microsoft. Yeah, why not? Yeah, they recognize it's like one of the biggest games in the world, so get it everywhere. Yeah. So, um, and also I have to say, like, I, I, I'm, I. I really like Phil Spencer, who's like the sort of uh, head of Xbox. Mm. And he's the one that's always on the stage talking about, you know, what new offerings they have and all that. Like, he's sort of the voice of Xbox. Yeah. And I really like him. He's actually, he seems like a genuine dude who, like, loves games and wants to get people excited about games, you know? And um, at the uh, at the event where they announced that they had acquired Obsidian, um, they were talking about, other stuff they were up to and they mentioned you know oh yeah one of our recent acquire like you know recent studios we acquired is ninja theory they made a big splash with hellblade and he mentioned he's like and by the way we wanted to make sure that hellblade came out physically because it's just been doing so well and he held up like a physical copy of it for the xbox one but he was like oh yeah but like on december 3rd i think is when it goes physical he's like it's coming to all like all the you know all the consoles it's already on so it'll be on playstation 4 he said playstation 4 first he was like it's coming to playstation coming into xbox and he was holding an xbox case um but i love the fact that like phil spencer recognizes that like the playstation's doing a fine job and it's still a good platform and you should like you should play this game on whatever platform you can it's good yeah you know and so i love the fact that like he held up like a game box for this thing and was like you should play this it's good um, and mentioned a competitor. Yeah. He seems like a quality dude. So. Well, he ain't hurting. He's doing fine. <laughs> um, and then a uh, little bit of uh, news here. Are you familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes. Have you ever watched any playthroughs of it or anything? Any like streams? I played it. Oh, how'd yeah. it go? I made it to like night eight or something like that. Jesus. It was. The it... game seems super stressful to me. I've just watched like Markiplier play it and that's enough for me. 
Yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah, a little spoopy. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you'd heard, but Blumhouse uh, was developing a, a feature. I, I knew there was a feature. Well, the movie has been delayed. There's... It's called Demonic Toys <laughs> by Full Moon Video. The, uh, but the movie's been delayed, so we don't know when it's coming. Oh, okay. Um, but they've also announced that a triple A title in the Five Nights at Freddy's universe is being developed right now. Oh. So I'm very curious like what that will be and what form it will take, um, but we know at least it's being made. Very cool. So that's fun. Yeah. There's that. I'd rather see Showbiz at Freddy's. Showbiz. Five Nights at Showbiz. That's, that's where I'm, that's where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my brain wasn't working right there. Okay, that's fine. Um, and then my last little bit of news, um, and this bums me out because I'm just too busy right now, I think, with life and other games and uh, work. But um, there's an event going on right now, which every couple, you know, I feel like there's a certain designated time every year when this sort of shit happens. Um, this one, uh, so Demon Souls, there's an event where they're trying to get people to come back to play Demon Souls. And it's called Return to Bulletaria, much like Bloodborne had returned to Yarnum, and, you know, like Dark Souls had returned to Lordren. Dark Souls 2 returned to Drang Lake, and then uh, 3, is it? Lordran, Drang Lake, Lothric. Like, but, like, a lot of, like, the Souls fans, like, once a year they'll find an opportunity, like, hey, let's all go back to this game so the multiplayer servers get super busy again mm. so you can call in for help. And it becomes the, the experience like it was when it launched. Gotcha. And so they're doing an event right now called Return to Bulletaria for Demon Souls on the PS3. Uh, it's going through now through December 7th. I just don't really think I will be, have time to commit to it. And the crazy thing is, though, that... I thought they the servers were gone. That's the thing. They disabled the servers. But um, it would seem that on the Reddit for Demon Souls, for the Return to Bulletaria thread, there actually are details in that Reddit thread how to access a private server that someone is hosting so you can do multiplayer which um that's another reason why i know i can't really participate in this return to bulletaria because i don't have time to deal with that yeah like if it involves any sort of special like tweakery i don't have time forget it um but i love the fact that that is happening and it makes me excited and it makes me sad to not be part of it actually what i should probably just do is tune into some streams because i bet you people are streaming it mm, yeah smart so yeah 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 that'd be super fun so that's um my news well my i have one last bit of news oh yes did you see the trailer i <laughs> saw most of it muted like i didn't oh. um i was just scrolling through my feed uh-huh and I happen to catch some... I love how you know exactly what I'm talking about. I so some, does the world. I caught some images of it. I clicked into it. I heard James Earl Jones. I was like, cool, I don't need to keep hearing it. And so I just kept watching it. It I, looks just like the cartoon. It looks like a shot-for-shot shot so remake in CG. the effing point? Okay, so, like, I have lots of feelings about this, by the way. And I think, have we talked about the feelings about this movie? Because Todd has an entire stand-up bit about this movie. Well, I love Lion King. It's my favorite, but... Well, Todd has all sorts of feelings about um, Timon and Pumbaa being cast uh, with Seth Rogen and... Oh, uh no. The other are Tim- still alive. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, Timon is um, Billy Eichner and Pumbaa is Seth Rogen. And as much as I love Seth Rogen's laugh, and I find him to be very, very charming, um, 
Todd always says, he's like, here's the problem. Nathan Lane, very alive, very willing to work. Yeah. Um, and so it is kind of odd to replace some people. Um, however, like, I don't know. I'm not super precious about it because I just honest, like, and, you know, don't at me, everybody. Are they not going to have Jeremy Iron for Scar? I don't think they are. Who the hell would play Scar? They've already announced the entire cast. I know, but I haven't looked it up. I know, I know what Donald Glover is Simba now, which I'm excited about. Simba. Or he's young Simba. You have to say it like that. No. Simba. <laughs> um, it is funny they kept James, James Earl Jones for Mufasa for both of them. It's, it's seriously, like, there's some casting. That, why change it? Like, you need Whoopi Goldberg as a hyena. Right? She's perfect. Perfect. Um, but, like, uh, I... To be honest, um, and don't at me, everybody, I don't like The Lion King very much, the animated film. Oof. Whoa. Of that era of Disney. I, that's my favorite. Like, of that era of Disney, like, that, that those four golden era movies of, like, the mm-hmm. early 90s. Yeah. Um, I'm all about Aladdin. I do love Aladdin, because Jafar is my man. Well, it's like, I like The Little Mermaid. I loved Aladdin. I like the I like Beauty and the Beast a lot. And then Lion King, for me, just didn't land i don't know there's something about it that didn't i didn't like it the the lion king was my bread and butter it, i still love it but well, it's, it's my favorite as a kid i left that theater and i actually said wasn't that just bambi <laughs> like kid runs from his sort of birthright yeah gets raised by his friends comes back tries to reclaim his place there's a little bit more drama in lion king since you know it's basically oh chuatel yeah um, and the fact that, like, you know, there's a little bit more drama in Lion King because it is Hamlet. It's Hamlet. <laughs> it's Hamlet. Which, I mean, it's a classic. Like, it's a story that people love. Um, I don't know. Yeah, something about Lion King I, that didn't wow me. But I am excited about the new one, although it shouldn't be called the live action one because there's no live action in it at all. It's all CG. Um, I am excited about, uh, it's funny, as much as I'm not a big fan of Beyonce either, like, I do think she's very talented. I don't like her most recent couple of albums um i'm really excited about hearing her perform as nala the song that was written oh. for the broadway musical uh oh, shadowland shadow like that song is going to be amazing she will kill it's it already amazing but, you know because i've seen the broadway musical and that was my favorite part of it and because that song was just so good so good and so like i'm really excited to actually see someone like beyonce do that song I think it'll be very, very cool. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. So, like, I mean, there, there's a lot to be excited about with this new one, although, really, it does seem like just a CG remake of the original. Yeah. Well, at least hopefully, Jungle... hopefully they'll um, surprise us. Yeah, at least Jungle Book had really interesting sort of, like, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they did really great motion capture to bring this thing to life. Yeah. But, like, Lion King did such a great thing of, like, kind of fusing a person you know, with this just green screen wilderness. Yeah. You know, the fact they shot all the Jungle Book downtown in downtown LA. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jungle Book was shot on location in downtown Los Angeles. I think that's like in the credits as like a kind of a gag, but they shot it all in like a soundstage downtown with this all green screen. Damn. It's very impressive. That's cool though. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I have not seen the Lion King trailer all the way through, but I need to watch it. Yeah, it's just like the original trailer. Yeah. But, not a cartoon it's cg and bringing a bunch of adults to tears you know yeah it will always do that for me oh speaking of bringing adults to tears uh, i did however i did just get a copy of um 
Spyro, uh, the trilogy reignited. Spyro, the last dinosaur. No, Spyro's a dragon. Spyro, the last dragosaur. He's not Russ. He's not the last dragon either. Oh. Spyro. The dragon. Of the nine fingers. Sure. Maybe. Spyro, the magic dragon. There you go. Does that work? Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually don't know much about Spyro. I'm I'm not super precious about the originals, but I say the remakes are gorgeous. Like we did the trailers for them uh, mm. at, at work. I didn't make the trailers, um, but I will say they were very good. Um, and uh, but seriously, like the animation and stuff on the new Spyro is so impressive. Um, and so I just got my copy of that. I mean, I saw some. Yeah, I saw a trailer. It looked fine. Yeah, I was never a Spyro person. Nor was I. Uh, same with Crash. I never really was a Crash person either. But you know, after you make a couple Crash trailers, you kind of you know, break you, a couple eggs. Yeah, you find the you find the magic that that like all the fans are so excited about. So um and uh well but- Steven loves Spyro. So every time I we see the ad, I'm like, oh god, and he's like, yes. I'm like, oh well, god. Spyro knocked Red Dead out of the number one position in the UK. What? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Crash was in the top 10 in the UK for sales for like a year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, All right. Those games, like, I mean, there's... there must be something I just didn't see in it. Well, I think we were just both too old. Yeah. Because like, too, yeah. yeah, it was it was kind of a kid's game when it came out. And I think we were both teenagers and we're sort of like, yeah, that's kid stuff. And it looked to me like it was just a bunch of flat land with some hills on it. That's PS1 for you. Yeah, I their level design did get better with time. Yeah, but yeah, like I mean, it's some like Spyro. My experience with Spyro is similar to my experience with Crash, um, and that I played like the one level that was on a demo disc I received, and I was like, "Cool, I think I'm good. Let's play Final Fantasy VII, you know, or Medieval." Like there were there were darker games I wanted to play on the the PlayStation One. Yeah, I hear you. Bushido Blade. Ooh, so good now you're getting crazy rob don't get crazy me and friends used to stay up all night dueling in bushido blade while listening to like whatever music at the time had just come out so like what red hot chili peppers californication and oh no limp biscuit significant other oh, high no. school was a dark day for music no 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 And this no. was like before i discovered like trip hop so i wasn't into port i had yet. like uh Oh my god, what are they called? Fuck, forget it, who cares? I had like Collective Soul. Oh. And REM. And what was the one they always play at? Like roller rinks and like ice skating and like. And, um. Ugh, and dances and proms and. Sound. Not Soundgarden, but something oh, Garden. I do love Soundgarden. Something Garden. Oh, Savage Garden? Savage Garden. <laughs> Sound Garden's better. <laughs> <laughs> Savage fucking Garden. Yeah. Ooh, Ew. he wants you, doesn't know if he needs you. But ooh, he'd die to find out. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so, is it time for the crush? Crush. Of the week. Crush. Yes, it is. It's yes, time. it is. So go lead. for it. No, you lead. No, you lead. Oh, okay. Mine's a weird one. Um, mine is BK, the Donut County Raccoon. 
Oh, that's cute. He's so cute. I love raccoons. Uh, and he's got the power to uh, devour your whole town. So yes. bow down. However, um, he is a remorseless prick. So he's not without his flaws. But um, I don't know. There's something very cute about him. So, yeah. My, uh, my crush this week is a selfish, anthropomorphic raccoon. Sounds like you're just looking into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome. I am like a selfish anthropomorphic raccoon. <laughs> um, I'm going to get that on my business cards. Yes. Well, mine's not any better. My crush of the week is Spectre from Twisted Metal. So, a car. <laughs> because the person so inside a it... car. The person inside it is invisible. But I always love playing Spectre. <laughs> I always pictured him as a hot daddy. Oh, okay. He always looked like Jude Law to me in my head. So that's why I chose Spectre. I'm trying to think who I always played as in um in Twisted Metal. Because I didn't play Twisted Metal until Twisted Metal Black. Oh, well, well, Spectre was the Corvette, right? He's a Corvette? I don't know. Or is he Camaro? He's one of the sporty cars. But... Oh, I always played as the Bride? Or what's, I don't know what her name is. Oh, the Hearst. No, no, but like she's like a she's a um like a jilted bride who ends up stabbing another woman on her wedding day and puts on her bloody dress. I think. Oh my god! And so that's why I played as Twisted Metal in Twisted Metal Black. Oh, look, Twisted Metal Black, and then bride. Yeah, I think I think that's her maid dress. What's her name? Ooh, she's scary. Um, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, that's who I played as. Because, yeah, her story is that she was, like, super jealous of somebody, I think, and that she was always alone. And so she kills a woman on her wedding day and takes her dress. Bloody Mary drove... She drives, like, a Camaro-type thing. Or a... Oh, wait, it says Spectre in parentheses Bloody Mary. What? No way. Is Spectre Bloody Mary? No. Let me see. Photo? Do you have image search up? That's her. What? Whoops. The fuck? Well, that is the. That wow. Oh, sorry. I was like, "Yep, that's my girl." Full name: Bloody Mary, alias Nun. Occupation: Nun. <laughs> Crimes: Murder. Type of villain: Tragic psychopath. What does she drive? I don't know. Where's her car? Personality: Vehicle. vehicle. Oh, her vehicle is Spectre, a sports car that she'd stolen from one of her friends while at her wedding. The car's fast and maneuverable, though it suffers from low armor. How fucking crazy is that? We played the same damn car. That's so but weird. But different characters. So I wonder, Spe- yeah, Spectre's must not be in Twisted Metal Black, and so instead they decided to replace her with Bloody Mary. Because, Mary. yeah, Twisted Metal Black's the first one I ever played. The things you fucking learn. Look at us. We have so much in common. This seems to happen a lot, actually. <laughs> it does. Well, that's pretty cool, though. All right. Well, that's the crush of the week. Yeah. You can follow me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter or Satine on Twitch. Or you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. You can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Or you can email us at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. 
And we have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play. And just give that Spotify subscribe button just a, just a little. Just tap it. Just tap it. Tap, tap it. Click it. Click, 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 click tap-a, it. Tappa, tappa, tappa. <laughs> nice. Oh, my gosh. That reminds me. We are having this whole conversation with my brother because he used to tap dance. But they used to <gasps> call it clogging. No. Okay. I was like, well, why would they call clogging tap dancing? Just to make it sound more masculine? Travis Claw. Yeah, in elementary school. How was he? I mean, he was elementary school, so he couldn't have been great. But like, also, it's I've, I've, he's all legs. Like, he's very lanky. Yeah. So I just imagine that he was all kind of like legs akimbo. No offense, Travis. But... I think if he would have continued clogging the rest of his life, he could have been quite magical. He could have been the next Michael Flatley. Yeah. I have no idea who that is, but yes. Travis will always be the Lord of the Dance to me. <laughs> Michael Flatley is a famous Irish step dancer. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I know, yeah. Yeah, Lord of the Dance. Lord of the Dance, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there you go. I think I see a Halloween costume coming up for Travis. I think you might be on to something. Right? Rob. Oh, by the way, I seriously <laughs> figured out, like, two amazing couples costumes for me and Todd for Halloween next year. I will not divulge them now. Well, I've written them down, though. A whole year? I've written them down so I won't forget them. You're going to wait a year. I'll tell you. I'm just not going to tell the podcast. Okay. All right. Well, then that's it. Because so, <laughs> I want to hear what... Yeah, she wants to know right now. I want to hear what these costumes are. And... Chelsea's. Bye-bye.